What up everybody, this is Ron Brown. This is our 2016 wildcard round preview. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, hit us up on Twitter at BirdBruzz or shoot us an email, birdbruzz at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. BirdBruzz, we don't just focus on the Falcons. We're sports fans, fans of the NFL. Just because the Falcon season is over does not mean the season ends as we have the playoffs. We're going to do a, a brief preview. And we may come back in a few weeks as well and kind of look at our uh, predictions and previews and analysis. But the playoffs start on Saturday with uh, Kansas City and Houston in the first matchup. So I'll, I'll run through the matchups real quick. Kansas City at Houston, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Those games are both on Saturday. Then Sunday we got Seattle at Minnesota, Green Bay at Washington, the teams with the bye weeks. So in the NFC, Carolina Panthers. Arizona. And Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Pulling up the, the uh, rounds, my bad, fellas. And then also in the AFC, you got New England and Denver. So let's go ahead and look at that first matchup real quick. Um, what do y'all see with the Chiefs and uh, Houston? Yeah, that is a matchup. I think um, Kansas City should run away with this one. I think Kansas City right now is the hottest team in the um, – I was going to say the AFC, but they may even be the hottest team in the NFL right now. And they actually have an, um have a passing attack now. Most times you know, they were just running the ball, and Alex Smith was throwing screens. But you have a a guy like uh, Jeremy Macklin, a wide out, and I, they're just dangerous right now. So I see them running away with that one. I would contend that the uh, Seahawks are hotter than the Chiefs, but I don't. I mean, I know the Chiefs probably have won more in a row, but still, Seahawks are rolling. Chiefs really haven't. Of course, you play who's in front of you, but. Their wins in that streak haven't been against the best teams, but yeah, I, I want to say, um, didn't these two teams I believe play in Houston to start the season? I believe, yep. and I, I think it was um, week one. Yeah, yeah. So they they both played. If I remember correctly, was the Kansas City win twenty-seven to twenty? Yep. Yeah, close game. Um, I don't think that Kansas City. I kind of feel like they're not as good as their record. I think they've obviously been playing amazing football. Alex Smith has been playing some of the best football of his career, especially throwing the ball. I see this as being a little bit of a struggle. You know, we talk a lot about how well the, the Chiefs have been playing, but you got to give credit to how well the Texans have been playing. And they've been playing with a, uh, a complete uh, – every day is almost like a who's who uh, <laughs> type of situation at quarterback. They've been playing with Brian Hoyer, then they've, you know, had to switch that up and, and, and bring in some different guys because people – you know, Brian Hoyer just came out of concussion protocol. I think it will be interesting – to see the Texans have been successful playing at home in the playoffs the last couple of seasons. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs have won a playoff game, I want to say, since, what, 94? It's been it's been a long time, since, a they, long time. since they've won a playoff game on the road or a playoff game at all. I actually like the Texans in this game, surprisingly. Um, I think them being at home, uh, I think the play that they're going to get from um, from J.J. Watt from that defense, you know, they may have Jadavion Clowney back for that game as well. I have the the Texans winning that game in a close one, a low-scoring affair, 23-20. Since we played this Texans Texans team earlier in the season, do you see anything different from the Texans team we played than this Texans team now? I see a team that that looks a lot more confident. They look like they're they're not waiting for the the other shoe to drop or or something like that. Uh, When they played us, they just looked out of it. I mean, as soon as we decided we were going to go down the field and score on them, that was that. 
Like they they caved in pretty quickly. They like they quit early in that game as the, the score started to get away from them. Um, but you haven't seen that. You've seen a team that's really played hard. Even with the different quarterbacks, Bill O'Brien still managed to keep that team together, um, keep them competitive. And look, what, is the AFC South one of the worst divisions in football? Yes. But they still were able to get a winning record when, like you said, when they played us, I mean, that was – guys were getting ready to say Bill O'Brien needed to be fired. You know, Arian um, Foster, his season came to an end not too long after that. So for them to manage to stay together – after the, their lowest points of the year, I think is a testament to how strong that team is. Um, and I, that's part of the reason why I have them winning um, with the home game against uh, against the Chiefs. I mean, you got to attribute some of it to number 10 as well. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopkins has been balling, you know, 111 catches. He's a, a big part of their offense, man, their main part of their offense, despite four quarterbacks they've played this year. They've uh, yeah. had behind center, so. I just think they're a benefit of a – their division is bad. Yeah, we went one and three in their division, but <laughs> their division is still bad. And I just think they're a beneficiary of a terrible division. I think we we went two and two. Uh, two and two because we yeah. beat Tennessee. Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee. – no, actually three and one because we beat uh, Jacksonville too. We only lost to uh, Indianapolis, so. Oh, yeah. No, I'm actually most most of the teams – we've we played four playoff teams, so. We'll kind of mention that a little bit more in depth later, but so kind of talk about Kansas City and Houston. We got Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, which is a NF AFC North matchup, always heated. It's looking like AJ McCarron will start. I saw something with uh, Andy Dalton throwing with his left hand, uh, some kind of picture or something I saw there. But I'm thinking Pittsburgh is rolling. Antonio Brown and Big Ben throwing the ball over the field. I'm thinking uh, Pittsburgh will get that W. Despite Cincinnati's good defense and the good play of Cincinnati this whole season, uh, even before Dawson's injury and Cincinnati's injury as well. But I think uh, Pittsburgh will, be, will win that division, uh, that matchup. What do you think, What about you, Trent? Yeah, I mean, with you, with, if A.J. McCarron starts, then, yes, Pittsburgh should win this matchup. And it, it sucks because, of course, the Bengals are known for just not showing up in the playoffs. But this, like, if you don't have your starting quarterback, then, like, that's in, like, of course you're not expected to win that game. What What are your thoughts on that matchup, A.V.? Yeah, I think um, I think it's going to be interesting. You know, they've talked a lot about will Andy Dalton be able to play. Uh, it looks doubtful with that thumb injury. Um, A.J. McCarron, he's he's had some solid moments, but, again, he's not, he's not you know, he's not uh, Andy Dalton. So I think it's going to come down to turnovers, especially – you know, in the playoffs, weird things happen. There's random turnovers. There's guys who are, you know, who are unsung who have to come and make big plays. The the Steelers have kind of been kind of a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type type team. They've been good enough uh, to kind of hang around the playoffs and then finally make it, but they've been bad enough to lose to teams like the Ravens and things of that nature. So, you know, again, this is a heated rivalry. If you remember, what was it about ten years ago or, or so, uh, where the Steelers and Bengals played? In Cincinnati, um, the Steelers uh, run into Carson Palmer's knee, pretty much ending that game and ending his season. So, you know, the, the, the Bengals would love nothing more than not only beat their hated rival, but also to get revenge for that hit that pretty much ended that game. I think the Bengals actually pull it off, though. I think they do. I don't, I don't believe in this Steelers defense. Uh, this is a team that wants to win with passing the ball, which is really unlike Steelers teams of old that have won championships. I think the Bengals have enough 
uh, not only on defense but on offense to to be able to to ride their home crowd and, and to pull away with the win. Because you talk about you know we talk about Kansas City not having a playoff win in forever. I think the Bengals have what the long one of the longest, if not the longest, playoff drought um, of wins you know in the NFL. So it'd be good for them to get a win, and I think that they'll get one. I got them winning uh, 24-17. Isn't um. AJ McCarron, he has an injury of his own, also, right? I'm not sure. I'm sure he. I'm not sure. I haven't heard of any specific injury uh, for him, but. Well, I know I he has wrist issues. A couple of I forgot what game they lost, but it was. I know he was. Um, it was near the end of the game, but he had a bum wrist. So I think that if that's still affecting him, then that's going to be tough to um, to manage, also. But just. I mean, I feel like the Steelers, they just have too much playoff experience. You're dealing with a guy like Ben Roethlisberger who has been building playoff experience since his rookie year. So I think these guys just have too much playoff experience, and that's why I give them the upper hand against this um, Cincinnati Bengals team. I mean, you're trying to say Big Ben and Steelers over, over the Bengals. A.V. is going with Cincinnati. So Sunday, January 10th, we got Seattle and Minnesota. Everybody – remembers what Seattle did to Minnesota just a few weeks ago and everybody seems like everybody's predicting Seattle doing it again. Are you all on the same page or is it like it's the playoffs now Minnesota? We've seen uh, Teddy Bridgewater earlier this year. What will that game look like? I like Minnesota. I'm just unsure of Teddy Bridgewater. He's been the definition of like shaky this year. So it depends on what Bridgewater you get. I think the Vikings, however, I have the Vikings winning this game. I feel like they will avenge that earlier loss to Seattle. I, you got to remember, Seattle lost their um, – they've lost two running backs now, basically. I mean, you have both – Marshawn Lynch is still limping or whatever. So I just feel that the that loss and they will win. I feel like the home field advantage will help them out. Yeah, I, I think um... – one of the things that kind of strikes me about both teams is that Minnesota basically – Minnesota Seattle are basically the same team. You know, they don't want their quarterbacks to throw a whole lot, even though Russell Wilson has been a monster these last, you know, several games. Um, they're built on strong running games. Think about Seattle. They want to run with Marshawn Lynch. Even though he's been banged up, you know, they, they really want to, to run and play power football. Think about the Vikings and you think about Adrian Peterson – that's the exact same philosophy. And then you look at also what Mike Zimmer, you know, Vikings head coach has been able to do with that defense, obviously with his background as a defensive coordinator with the Bengals, uh, even as a one-time defensive coordinator down here with the Falcons um, in that lost season 2007 with Bobby Petrino. You know, those are two teams that they want to play good physical defense. They want to run the football. They want their quarterback to make the right throws, not make too many mistakes. So I look at, if, you, if I'm looking at this game, I look at who is the better of the two as far as if we are doing the same thing, who can do it better? And that would, again, uh, lead me to lean towards Seattle. I think Seattle is a better version of what Minnesota wants to do, even with uh, uh, it being at home. Um, I don't trust Teddy Bridgewater yet to win this type of game, even though he did win this game last week at uh, Green Bay, and he's at home now. But I still trust uh, the Seahawks and that defense to make it very difficult for Teddy Bridgewater and that offense to make any, any plays. So I got the Seahawks winning 30-20 to 20 in Minnesota. Yeah, I think it'll be a larger margin, actually. You know, Seattle's just rolling. I think
think Marshawn Lynch will be back. So I'm seeing Seattle rolling in this one. On to the last matchup of the weekend. That's Green Bay at Washington. Green Bay has looked shaky. Have we figured out Aaron Rodgers, or is it the receiving core, or what's going on? I mean, Green Bay at Washington, we played the Redskins earlier this year, the R's, the racial slurs, uh, whatever you decide to call them. But um, what do you all see in that matchup? I mean, it's just been funny watching the the, uh, the Packers struggle, especially uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, obviously Jordy Nelson tearing his ACL in the preseason earlier this year. That's his number one target. But this has been a team that whenever you've looked at the Packers, you've always kind of looked at them as having more than one guy who can get it done, even if that guy wasn't necessarily a superstar player. They've always had just an amazing level of depth with the wide receiver core, with their running backs. And, of course, you know, Aaron Rodgers, who's been not only a league MVP, but been one of the best quarterbacks in the league uh, the last several years. So it's been weird to see them struggle. It's been weird to see Aaron Rodgers not as accurate. Uh, it's been an offense that has struggled to move the ball and score consistently. Um, and then you got a Washington team that, you know, they don't do anything flashy. Um, Kirk Cousins has been, you know, he's been amazing, uh, you know, down the stretch. But you, you still don't really trust what the Redskins are selling. So um, I look at the game. I believe more in the Packers, even though this is a Packers team that has not been as good. I still believe in Aaron Rodgers and the Packers more than Kirk Cousins and the Redskins. So I'm willing to still go out on a limb and give the Packers the upset, even though um, they're not, you know, they're they're on the road and it's going to be a tough, tough road environment because Redskins fans do come out and they do support their team pretty heavily. But I do think the Packers are going to get the win. Uh, in a low-scoring affair, I'm going to say it's going to be a 17-13 uh, win for the Pack. It's cold now, so I think the um, Eddie Lacy and Starks are going to start running the ball more and helping um, Aaron Rodgers out. I mean, he's just been a lame duck back there because his offensive line is bad. Also, you talked about the loss of Jordy Nelson, but it's, he has a terrible offensive line also, so he can't escape when it, it's just caving in. He has nothing to do but throw the ball away or just take sacks. So I have a feeling that McCarthy is going to um, to help him with uh, that running game. I think the um, the Eddie Lay, the duo of Lacey and Starks can definitely pound the Redskins defense, who hasn't been so well. I remember they started the year off as one of the top defenses in the league, and near this end of the season, they haven't looked as well. I mean, have looked at yeah, they haven't looked as good. Yeah, they've looked good against competition like the other competition in the NFC East. But for outside of their own division, they haven't really looked well. So I have a feeling that, um, like, yeah, I go with the Packers and Rodgers to uh, to win this game. Yeah, I'm foreseeing that as well. I don't really believe in the R's yet, quite yet, or Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to talking to Big Trash when they take that L. So there you have it. Those are our wild card round predictions. Check back next week for our recaps and previews of the divisional round. Remember, Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.